What's up, everyone? It's 9 o'clock on a Monday, which means we are back with another episode of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. I'm your host, Egan Shankleton. And I'm your co-host, Riley Zepp. And for the next hour, we will be talking all things sports here on the Plains and around the globe. And of course, our picks for the week. I hope you all enjoy the show, and let's get right into it. Hola? Hello? King of the castle, king of the castle. It's your boy, Riley Zepp and Egan Egan Shankleton, and you're listening to another episode of Tough Scenes here on WEGL 91.1 FM. And these headphones, I can't hear anything other than my voice right now. There we go. It's loud. I don't know if I'm yelling into the mic right now, but it... These are noise canceling. These headphones stink that I'm wearing. I thought they were better. They're not. Do they, s- do they stink? No, only like one ear works. Okay, yeah, I'm switching these. Yeah. All right, well. Uh, these these uh, headphones work as about as good as the Browns do on Sundays. On And uh, the five-minute drill of fourth quarters. We're the best. Cleveland Browns are the best team for three quarters and ten minutes of football. And then the last five minutes of the game were the worst. I wouldn't know because I'm protesting against football. Um, of all... Safe to say Patriots forms. fans are not taking it very easy that you guys are bad now. Packers fans are not taking <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I did watch Aaron Rodgers' highlight video in Weagle Studios before watching this show. Because or starting the show. We might get into it later, but we think that Aaron Rodgers is the, the best, GOAT the best quarterback of all time. Like uh talent wise, skill wise, I guess. Brady's the GOAT. Yeah, we said that it's kinda like a MJ LeBron debate, how Tom Brady is like MJ, where he like he's like the great one and he, he wins a lot. But he's not like the best at football. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Who knows? Aaron Rodgers is amazing. That was a hot take to start show off with. Yeah, I I think, you but, know, uh, I I think it's cooler than you think. It is overreaction Monday though. It is every every Monday. Is every Monday's overreaction Monday. So, um, let me. What's your What's some of your overreactions for the week? Mine is uh, my first one's gonna just be the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, Cooper Rush is gonna win the MVP. Yeah, Cooper Rush is gonna be. There's gonna be a QB competition in Dallas. Yep. Overreaction Monday. Uh, what's some more overreactions? Um, um I don't know. I think this year has been kind of weird as like the. Like, the whole month of September, like, the first, like, four weeks, even last week, going into October, has been, like, the preseason. And then now I feel like the next couple weeks are going to be, like, actual. We're going to see, like, which teams are, like, actually good. Yeah, because it's been so, like, there's not really any, there's some bad teams, but there's not any, like, oh, my, like, clear in a way the worst team, other than the Denver Broncos. Well, also, yeah, the Denver Broncos really bad, the, uh... Seahawks, they like score a lot of points, but they don't win games. They're pretty bad too. But um, October's the month of the like. You gotta like of it's gonna finish a lot out. of teams. Yeah, yeah. It's this is gonna be like this month decides like who gets the first pick, even though it's gonna be the Broncos. And yeah. uh, 
Seahawks second pick. Yeah, Seahawks Falcons second pick. Um, Browns third pick. Uh, also, just like, but yeah, like everyone's every team. You could say like every if you did an analysis on every team and you asked a fan, you're like, give us like a breakdown of your team. They'd be like, well, we know we've got a pretty good offense. Our defense can play pretty good sometimes. We just can't put it all together. I feel like 80% of the teams, that's what you'd say. Yeah. You know what? This might sound like an overreaction, and it might be a freezing cold take in a few weeks, but me and my buddy Jacob were talking about it today. Jalen Hurts might be, like, the clear MVP favorite so far um, through five weeks. Yeah, probably. I mean, he has to. He's 5-0, uh, and oh, and – He's got a bunch of rushing touchdowns. I yeah, saw that he, he broke, broke cams. Yeah, like what is it? He's had in his first 25 games or something, he's got the most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback ever. Which that was like Cam Newton's like kind of go-to thing in the red zone, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, considering that he's not 6'5", 250 pounds. He is still like a ma- he's a bowling ball. Yeah, cuz I mean with a cannon we've, we've all seen those videos of him like deadlifting a million pounds. Yeah, literally. But uh not literally, but literally. Yeah, shout out to Jalen Hurts though. Got kicked out of, didn't get kicked out of Alabama, but like got a spot taken at Alabama. Wasn't gonna start. So he went to Oklahoma, made it work, and he went to NFL. All with class. All with class. Class like and they Bama were like, guy and Oklahoma guy. Not really a fan of those two schools. I'm a fan of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, and then he came to the NFL, and they were like, he sucks. He's not a starting quarterback. And then he just kind of kept like he shut up the haters. he didn't do like the. The Baker Mayfield, like, whenever he has a good game, he's like, I woke up feeling dangerous. Shut up, all my haters. You guys all suck. He thanks his teammates. Yeah, like, he just did it in silence. Yeah. Which is very hard to do when, like, half – when all the media is always like, you're bad. Especially in this Philly. Yeah. But so, good for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, good no. for the I Eagles. The, I have the utmost respect for Jalen Hurts. Also, quote from – Jalen Hurts, all-time good guy. Yeah. To compliment your do it in silence, this is a quote, one of the most infamous quotes of all time. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. Who said that? I, it was like uh, Lil Wayne. Yeah, Lil Wayne. Like I lasagna. Think Jalen Hurts is a real G. <laughs> that is a that is an insane bar. Uh, insane bar. Should Jalen Hurts just like run for president? You know, at this point, yes. I'd probably vote for him just. A hundred percent. Say like a different like, yes. and then his party will just be like football. <laughs> yes. Uh, like how it says like Donald Trump, Republican candidate; Joe Biden, Democratic candidate; Jalen Hurts, football. Football guy. Football guy. Football. Football man. I feel like he's he, not. A, he's not a football guy. He's a football man. He's a football man. He's the classiest but, uh, football player of all time. Yeah. Other overreactions: the the Packers stink, the Bucks stink. Um, uh, the NFL's rigged for Tom Brady. Yeah. That was a bad call. But you can't really say that it's rigged for Tom Brady because he did the same thing the week before. Yeah. Um, and apparently, uh, I don't have, like, specific instances, but I did see on the Pat McAfee show, Pat said that it's not his first time messing up some games, that ref. Uh, you got a parlay? Yeah, well, yeah, that ref had a 16-leg parlay. He just bet on every single game. And <laughs> that was the last leg. He's like, I swear to God, if these Falcons. He's like, what is he doing? He's sacking him? Nope. Roughing the passer. Roughing the passer. Yeah. I but, thought uh, when you were telling me about it was the same ref that did the roughing the passer, before you told me it was a roughing the passer last week, I thought you were going to say it was the same ref from when uh, 
D D Ford. D oh Ford's yeah, offsides and like the Chiefs. Patriots AFC conference. Yeah, game. when he like wasn't offsides, but he was offsides. Yeah. And there's also a roughing, roughing the passer there. Yeah, which was by a dude that went to our high school. That's gonna be cool to see one day because someone's definitely gonna do it when Brady retires. All the games and like Super Bowls that he's won because of like tough Calls. rule or the roughing the passer call, D four call. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think it's gonna be that cool, personally. I think. It'll. I don't think it'll be that cool, but I think it'll be interesting to see because then Tom Brady will just always be in the news because he'll retire and then that and then someone will come out with that and then Tom Brady will be back in the news. I hope him and Giselle figure it out and they don't get divorced. Personally, yeah, it's a tough situation. I don't really want to speak on it too much or let them. That yeah, kind of sucks though. I mean, I guess I know the media like has to do their job and everything, but like could just choose not to report that one. Yeah. You could just be like, uh, I don't know. We don't know. I personally don't, I, I don't know, uh, Giselle or Tom personally, but, uh, but then again, I don't know what's happening, but like, you know, I just, but then I again, like, yeah. But then again, like, it, well, guess it does affect his play, so they kind of have to report on it, I guess. Yeah. There's that funny meme of, <laughs> I said, Giselle said, it's me, your Super Bowl wife, or football. And then Tom just took his shirt off and left to go get something called a pub sub. He doesn't even eat bread. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out pub subs. Yeah. Go Why ahead. is that is a Florida thing? Pubs if you don't pub subs, public sandwich. Pretty good. Yeah. Wawa subs are good too. That's another like kinda I mean it's not really a Florida thing, but it's a Atlantic thing. A pub sub will be twelve dollars though. Yeah, but it, I it mean, it's really good, it's, but it is expensive. You eat like a quarter of it, put the rest of it in the fridge. Yeah, you eat it for like three different times. Yeah, it's I went like to a little some place pizza. when I went down to Daytona Beach for spring break. I bought some sandwich, and it was like I bought it, and it said seventeen dollars, and I was like, "What? Seventeen dollars sandwich, dude? Are you kidding me?" And then it was like two feet long. Like I ate that sandwich like four times. That had to be. Like, it was really very good. good. Yeah. Something Where was about. It? I don't know what it was called. Local place? Yeah, local place. Any, like, local place at the beach makes the b- great sandwiches. Yeah, I mean, they got fresh sand. They do have fresh sand for their witches. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, we can get we can jump into the first news headline of the week. Um, that's not really. We'll talk football. Yeah, we'll talk football Although first. I'm in protest. And I'm then, in protest of football. Even though MLB playoffs is one of the best playoffs, if not the oh, best. My last overreaction, uh, this is NFL. This is actually college football. Tennessee is the best team in the country. Tennessee Volunteers? Yes. Rocky Top, balls by a million, ball for life. Were they really Feels that like good this weekend? Uh, Who they, they play Florida, right? LSU. LSU. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Brian Kelly. Just, yeah. But they, they, they dropped a, like a – they dropped good 40 points on the road against them. They'll have a chance to beat Alabama this weekend if their backup starts again because he's not that good. Um, yeah. But, yes, we went through. Jalen Hurts broke the record. Uh, Ron Rivera hates Carson Wentz. It's the second headline of the day. Um, so there was a uh, – Ron Rivera had a press conference today, uh, overreaction Monday, as the head coach does. He was uh, asked – so you're in last place of the division. Your team sucks. Uh, why is that? And then he just like blatantly he just said quarterback. Didn't say anything else. Just quarterback. And then he said, you know, it's quarterback driven league. If you want to be good, you have to have a quarter. You have to build around a quarterback. So 
I don't know what that means. Does that mean like we just does that mean he thinks that Carson Wentz sucks and he just doesn't like Carson Wentz or is he saying we just he's in first year in the team haven't been able to build around him so we're not good yet. Um or third option all the other quarterbacks in the division are better. True. Backup Cooper Rush. Daniel Jones. Yeah, it's no secret Jalen that Hurts. Carson Wentz isn't good. I'm just surprised that Ron Rivera, he seems like a like all-time football guy, one of those type of dudes that's like classy. Never, never throw a teammate under the bus. Yeah. So I with the prior context of Ron Rivera, I want to say it's probably because Carson Wentz first year with the team, but it also he could have just snapped. They're in it's kind of like Ron Rivera's looking at it as, as, like, okay, the Eagles got rid of him. They said he sucked. Then the Colts got him. They said he sucked. So if we get him and then we say he sucks, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, safe to say. What do they do, though? Like, the, it's week five. You have to, like. Where's Taylor Heineke? I don't even know if he's on the. I mean, he's probably still on the team, but I don't know how much better he is than Carson Wentz. Blake Bortles just retired. Get him out of retirement. Yeah. Or. I don't, but like, yeah, it's week five. Can't just like quit. You know, you gotta, yeah. you have Carson Wentz. What do you like? What are you supposed to do? Yeah. Like, do you go, and now the Jimmy Garoppolo option is off the table. You know, like how they were like, Jimmy Garoppolo is just going to wait until a, like a team needs quarterback. He's going to get traded there. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, would Jimmy G really do like significantly better than Carson Wentz? I don't think significantly, but yeah, I, don't I think, think they. I think Ron, I think mainly what they want from Carson Wentz is just not the just horrible mistakes. Cam Newton, Cam Newton, Ron Rivera. Yeah, Cam Newton said there's still not three two quarterbacks better than me. Uh, I think there probably is, but Carson Wentz may not be one of them. Who knows? I don't. I mean, yeah, Carson Wentz is definitely better. Yeah, than like Cam who? Right now, what other like, quarterbacks are there? At, like. Are you are out there that are available to get if the Redskins wanted to get one right now? Gar- uh, not Guardians. Uh, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, yeah, uh, that would be awesome. Um, who's <sighs> trying to think? I have no idea. There's not really like a backup right now. That's Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we kind of need him though for a few more games, even though I don't. Uh, He's bad, but uh, um, you like what do you do? Like you just kind of have to deal with Carson Wentz for a year, and I'm gonna look up the Redskins roster. I mean the uh, the Commanders. Commanders. Oops. Yeah, it, I mean there's it happens, man. It I, happens. We said the Indians the other day. Um, I think we should have like a five to ten year grace period. Washington Commanders depth chart. Also, they were the football team at some point too. Like that. That's. I didn't mind the football team if I'm being honest with you. Okay, so Taylor Heineke. Ooh, they remember they drafted Sam Howell. They did. Oh, Sam Howell time. No, Taylor Heineke. I need Heineken in. Nah, he's time. Taylor Heineke's had his shot. It's time for Sam. He did Howell. good. Playoff. I think he. I think. I honestly though, I just think Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz are like the same player. Yeah, but Sam Howell, I think, is like I would. I would rather Taylor Heineke. At least you can, if Sam Howell's bad, you can just be like, he's a rookie. You know, it's potential. He's gonna get there. Yeah. Give him a couple games. Give well, him a year. I mean, Carson Wentz is like I. I don't wish for injury by any means, 
They have a but, like, good team, though. Knowing Carson Wentz's track record, he's probably going to get injured at some point this season. That is true. Dude, they don't have, like, a horrible team, though. I mean, they have decent weapons. Terry McLaurin, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, Antonio Gibson, uh, Brian Robinson came back. Also, that was the coolest thing of all time. He yeah. walked out to Many Man, yeah. uh, Many Men by Fifty Cent, and like the first first line is like "Many Man wish death upon me." He just yeah. walks out to that, which is like the coolest thing I've ever seen in my he life. He got shot like I got shot, but he ain't bleep and breathing. Yeah, I listened to that after I got out of the shower before the show. Not a big deal. Oh I'm yeah, no. As soon as I saw that Instagram video, I listened to that song again. Yeah, Many Men have to. Wish Many death men. upon me. Wish PSAs upon you. <laughs> That's just us two, actually. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Phil, wish PSAs. Yeah, pick that one. Pick the Doctor Phil Where's one. Doctor Phil, where where are you, Phil? Phil, there he is. All right, PSA time. All right, we're back. You're listening to uh, another segment of Tough Scenes on WEGL ninety one point one FM. And uh, what were we talking? Some fifty cent. Yeah, I'm looking up the QB free agents uh, for next year, 2023. Um, ooh, so who is the who are the Washington Commanders going to sign? Because I think it's safe to say now that uh, they're not going to stick with Carson Wentz. Is this the last time we see Carson Wentz as a starter? You think this year? Ah. Uh. I think it's very possible. It, it I mean, I, I got to hear the free agents. Uh, Lamar Jackson, uh, but they're hoping I that. I don't think he's going to be a commander. He'll, yeah, I don't think so either. Uh, Tom Brady is technically a free agent. No mm. way he's a commander. Mm. There's just no reason in him doing that. Uh, it's kind of all like. So good. Uh, Baker Mayfield nope. will be a free agent. Uh, after next year, no, I believe Daniel Jones will also be a free agent. I think that I mean Giants are f- what four and one right now. Yep, four and one. Brian Dayball, good coach. I think they're pr- in, unless they have a crazy New York Mets collapse. I think Dan- Daniel Jones gets an extension. I think that I think it'll be interesting. I think that the Giants will be a pretty good like free agent destination if they. I mean they're four and one now. We will say they finish the season like ten and seven. Ten and seven, eleven and six. I think uh, Tom Brady would be no Tom Brady probably wouldn't do it. But yeah, so let's see here. We got Tom Brady, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, Jimmy Garoppolo, Teddy Bridgewater, Daniel Jones, Case Keenum. Teddy Bridgewater to the commanders. I could see that happening just because he's kinda like that just that just makes sense. Like he's just kind of the guy that goes to every team, like a new team every year. Uh, Andy Dalton, T.J. Beathard, Taylor Heineke, he's already on the team, Mason Rudolph, Jacoby mm-hmm. Brissett. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to say no to your Carson Wentz question. I think that he'll probably be the starter for the Commanders next year unless he gets, like, injured or something. I think that but they're going to do their best to try to find someone else, and they're going to draft. I think they're going to, yeah, I think they're going to. I think they're going to draft someone hot. They're going to draft uh, Victor Winnebyam. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I don't, and they're just going to teach him how to play quarterback. Future Spur. Future Spur, Victor. He could be a future Spur. But, uh, yeah, so Carson Wentz, runner, uh, tough to be Carson Wentz right now when your own, like, head coach comes out and was like, the reason we're bad is because of you. 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, which is like, that's happened so many times in his career. The Eagles came out and were like, uh, it was you. The Colts came out and was like, it was you. And then now the Redskins are like, it's you. You're just bad. So, <laughs> the mental toughness of Carson Wentz. Rock solid, baby. Hey, win, lose, or tie. He's going duck hunting. He's going duck hunting, and he's probably just going to go be like the most normal white guy of all time. Yeah. I wonder what car he drives. Ford F-150. Ford F-150 base model. Base like the model. most, like the most, like just boring thing. Of the all work time. truck. Yeah, the work truck. Yeah, he, he he uh he has the non automatic like non like the non powered windows. Yeah, he's he's just like give me the lowest like trim options you yeah, have. Yeah. <sighs> and but it but it tows like eighteen thousand pounds. Yeah, and he has weather techs. Yeah, he's got weather techs for sure. Of course, he has actually, to. does he get weather techs or is he just like no? Yeah, I'm just is. gonna beat this up and like let holes like rush through the floor. No, he's a weather tech guy. Probably has bedliner too. Bedliner? I think he has the other uh, old pap cap, the old thing on the back of the bed. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe on his like old truck. On his old truck. Yeah, maybe on like his Toyota Tacoma from like. Carson the, uh, Wentz is gonna be that guy that like, he's been retired for like eight years, and then just randomly there's gonna be a news story that's like, former NFL QB Carson Wentz transforms school bus into his new home. <laughs> he yeah. Lives in Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but uh, ne- next news, I guess we can go into. Uh, the Falcons were absolutely robbed yesterday. Uh, the Falcons could very well be three and two right now, uh, and I think that would be sitting atop their division. Yeah, they um, played. They played for who gets first place in the South yesterday. Yeah, so so if far you're unaware of what we're talking about. The Falcons' D line pulled off one of the coolest plays of all time, like. They were all lined up on one side, and then Grady Jarrett ran around. It was just really cool to watch. If you haven't seen that play, they executed I'm gonna watch it. it again. They executed it perfectly, and then so Grady Jarrett was running straight ahead of Tom Brady, and I mean he sacked him. Like, what is he supposed to do? He wrapped him up around the waist. He didn't hit him like with his head. He and then he he did kind of like throw him to the ground. But he also didn't land on him, which yeah. is one of the big things of like he, roughing the passer is if you put your weight on the quarterback when you land on him. And he didn't do that. He actually pulled him on top of himself. Yeah, and then you kind of saw when he was rolling over, Grady Jarrett kind of jumped up really quick to almost not even try to put his weight on him at all on the ground. And then there was a uh, oh, yeah, flag. They, they did all crash to the left. Yeah, it was. they executed it perfectly. Ah, that, yeah. And then... They just basically created a one-on-one with Grady Jarrett, who's very underrated, I feel like. Oh, yeah, he's definitely one of the top five defensive tackles in the league. But I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Jerome something was the referee. They called a roughing the passer, which obviously kept the Buccaneers on the field, and they won the game. I It might have been, like, this little... Like, it looked like a little kick there at the end. Yeah, so what it, it it looked like he kicked him in the head like it, I could see where the ref thought he kicked him in the head when he was down after the sack, but like he didn't. Yeah, but that's not but what the ref said in his post game press conference was that he he goes, What I had was the defensive tackle, Grady Jarrett, wrapping up Tom, the quarterback Tom Brady in the pocket and then unnecessarily throwing him down. Yeah, well, so they I mean, said it was because he threw him down too hard. Which, yeah. like, I mean, I just don't get how you 
I mean, it's a judgment call already, but how do you judge? I mean, like, you're supposed to not sack them anymore? Yeah, you're are you supposed, supposed to, to just, wrap up. Are you spo- yeah, you're supposed to just wrap up and, like, hold them there? Because, I mean, unnecess- uh, what is a tackle in football? It's unnecessarily throwing someone down. Yeah. They're trying not to get they're trying not to fall. They're trying to run past you and then to the to every offensive player you're unnecessarily throwing them down. Yeah, I I mean he literally that was like a well executed tackle. I'm I've watched it probably ten times now. I can't yeah, like, just, I can't believe that was the roughing is roughing the passer call right there. And it's just I the roughing the passer call I mean it has, it doesn't even seem like it's been around that long. Seems like it's only been around for like a year or two. Well, and I, but it has been because I got I got called for it in the youth football. Um, but but I feel like they've just started calling it much more now. Yeah, yeah. And because, well, they did that rule change where you land on top of them because it used to be, it used to be just like free reign pretty much. Like yeah, it, as long as it wasn't like blatantly after he threw it, like a few seconds after he threw it, you can just run up and pop them, and if they. If they went to the ground, it really wasn't that big a deal either. But yeah. now it it used to be they call it if you hit him like really really hard and he went to the ground after he threw, then yeah. And then they changed it to where if you land on top of him or you like do an unnecessary slam or something like that, then they're gonna call it and then they start calling it more. Yeah. And then now it's just like I don't even know what the rule is. Yeah, and the only problem is is this guy, um, this Jerome guy. Did it the the same thing the week before. So he ruined, he messed up the game yesterday like single handedly pretty much. And then the week before, the Bills were driving down the field and Josh Allen threw the ball and then he kind of jumped up in the air and flopped and he got and they called a roughing the passer call then and they went down and kicked a field goal and they won the game. So that's two weeks in a row. This Jerome guy has Jerome is two and zero. Oh. He's two and zero. Also, against the roughing the passer spread. What I didn't know until today was that his crew was actually pulled from the playoffs last year because really? they were so bad. Really? Yeah, and so, but he always just gets picked because he's been a ref in the NFL since two thousand six. Hmm. And I think what they have to like, what you have to start looking at is, yeah, like he has a lot of experience, but just because he's been doing it a long time doesn't mean he's good at it. Yeah, I mean. You know, never mind. Never mind. I was gonna say something about Auburn, but I, never, mind. never mind. Like if you have to pull him out of the playoffs, and it's pretty bad. Yeah, he also might just the he also just might not be like uh, he might be regressing. As a he referee. also might just have a little parlay on the game. I hope not. That's hope a not. very big accusation, obviously, but the he. Yeah, maybe he's just getting old and he's just being he's just senile. Yeah, he's, he's just, just sees horrible. The, he just sees the he game. He just sees the now. game completely. Like, imagine, like in his eyes, Tom Brady got like suplexed. Yeah, did I mean, if that was the case, then that Tua sack that he got knocked out on would have been rough in the passer because it was pretty much the exact same thing. That's exactly what I thought of when I saw that. Was it, that's the same tackle as the Tua sack? So maybe that's why he called it. Maybe they're trying to get rid of. That's what I thought throwing too. Throwing it back originally. <laughs> throwing it back. Throwing. But the then <laughs> I saw some other people doing the con the, uh, not controversy. The uh, what's the word for like, 
Like the moon landing was fake. Conspiracy. conspiracy. That's what it is. Yeah. So I, then I saw the conspiracy that like they, the NFL just rigged it for Tom Brady, and I was like, that one's way cooler. I'm gonna go with that one. <laughs> so the NFL rigged it for Tom Brady, um, just like how the MLB rigged it for Aaron Judge to get 62 and the Cardinals to win the World Series. They're still gonna win it, even though they're out. Thank God. Thank. Thank. thank they're, the Lord. they're coming back. Thank the Lord. Because I think. I think Believe me, tomorrow morning, 8 a.m., they're going to come out and be like, the entire Phillies roster is juiced. Yeah. Therefore, the Cardinals are now moving on to the next round. And then it's it's like when – it's and like then, the Albert Pujols home run derby when it was like, oh, clear – like he only hit like eight home runs. Like clearly, for, sh- for sure, Kyle Schwarber is going to hit more. And he hits like seven. Yeah. And yeah. then Pujols is like, oh, I got, also, I got another round. Also how Albert Pujols hit like two home runs before the All-Star break and then after the All-Star break hit like 15. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> Slightly odd. Yeah. But who cares? It's cool stat, 700. Everyone likes Albert. I'm glad he got 700, but I'm uh, I'm more glad that the Cardinals lost. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, get into that, uh, we'll get into that later because it'll be exciting to talk. I'm excited to talk about the MLB playoffs. Yeah. It's a big I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch any of the games because the Braves weren't playing, but I kept up with them. I only watched – well, the singing Guardians game was five hours yeah. on Saturday. But, uh, yeah, you so – You watched every minute of it. Of course. <laughs> yeah, so let's see here. Jalen Hurts, all-time good guy. Rob Rivera. We actually Ron Rivera. To Oh, yeah, we do have to go to PSA. In honor of us talking about referees, I'm going to play a referee PSA. And then when we get back, we're going to talk about how the, clown, uh, the Browns are an absolute clown show yet again. And uh, Matt Rule's been fired. Yeah. So, uh, more more NFL talk when we get back. Not really a lot of, like, me and Egan didn't get to watch a lot of games this weekend, so we're going to try very, and... like, uh, I don't know. I had, like, the NFL red zone thing on, but I just, with the four games, but I just kept watching just one game. Yeah, I just am, impre- like, I, after watching Saturday's football games, I just am so demotivated to watch the NFL. Yeah, well, it's like whatever time slot the Browns play, I'm not watching any of the other games. So, like, this week it was noon, so I didn't see any of the other noon games except for the Browns. And all of them are at noon pretty much. Yeah, I don't – did they start doing that? I feel – is there one less game at 325? I think it – it depends for – well, yeah, because – on some weekends Because it was was a London game. Yeah, that's why. Okay. I feel like this this year there's there's just always been, like, one extra noon game. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but we got to go to PSAs. All right, we'll be back. Aloha, We're talking about escape rooms. Aloha, listeners of the Tough Scenes podcast and WGL uh, 91.1 FM. Uh, also, listeners of that. Um, oh, we're back. <laughs> that was the this longest is Jerry explanation. Jones. This, this? Tune in to 91.1 FM. We go, what am I, what's going on? What am I saying? I don't, uh, too much Johnny Walker Blue. Too much stuff going on. Just listen to the podcast. Yeah, I'm on my yacht right now. The connection's pretty bad. Uh, go Cowboys. Cooper Rush QB competition. Yeah, I I can't wait for a quarterback competition. But yeah, I was talking to Riley over the break. I went to this uh, bowling alley arcade place called Good Times last week, and they have escape rooms there. I said me and Riley should do an escape room. I've never done one before, but uh, I'm trying to think of a bet that I would do it. Like I'm trying to think of a like a, they're pretty fun. Like the one I did, you go, you like you go like into a room, and there's like, like some 
clues and stuff. And then there's like a speaker thing that like talks to you, and it's like you have to do this, and it, or like hmm. you just and then you have to like figure out the just like clues all throughout the thing. You got to figure it out and like you know make stuff match and be Indiana Jones. And then like you like get go into like the next room, and there's like more clues and stuff. Oh, so you just keep on escaping. Yeah, well, the one I did was, like, three different rooms, and then once you finish, you're just, like, I don't know. But I think it's, like, they're not hard, but they're definitely, like, you have to think about it. So I think the, like, the, uh, like, game part of it is, like, you have, like, an hour, mm-hmm. and you have to finish it in an hour. Or have you ever just time. been stuck in one room? Um... Yeah, but I did it with my brother and my cousin, and they're, like, super into those. They do them, like, all the time whenever we go visit each other. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, I give up. You guys figure this one out. Yeah. <laughs> I did not go bowling, unfortunately. I uh, I had prior commitments to uh, Sky Trivia, and uh, I did pretty well. Not going to lie. Sky Trivia. I did it one time, didn't win. Never doing it again. I'm, I'm very talented at trivia. Like – Especially, like, geography trivia. Like, I love geography, and for some reason, I retain that information very well. That and, like, sports trivia. But, um... Yeah, if it was just sports trivia, I'd kill that, but... Yeah, if they had, like, a theme, like, a theme trivia, and it was sports or Yeah, but then you just asked me something, like, that I have no clue about. Yeah, like, what is EMC squared? Like, what what is that? Uh, I don't know. It looks like a couple numbers and some letters. I don't know. You um, tell me. But uh yeah so not for real what is Browns it? uh clown show again yeah joke 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 the laughing joke, stock of the NFL is back um and poor Nick Chubb another like uh Nick Chubb and the Browns are turning into the Los Angeles Angels um if you don't know there's been a meme all season of like basically how uh there'll be a tweet of like Shohei Otani goes seven innings. Uh, with no with only two hits and no runs, and Mike Trout hits a two run home run as the Angels lose like eight to four or something. Yeah, to the to the Astros. Yeah, to the like Oakland Athletics, and then <laughs> and then now uh, not the Oakland A's. And then now the new meme should just be uh the Browns fall to the Chargers 23-20 as Nick Chubb rushes for despite Nick Chubb 150 yards two touchdowns. We woo, we woo, we woo. Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. We have been one upped in the worst passing, passer, or not passing interference, roughing the passer uh, call. Oh, did they Just do live. another one today? Live. Watch this. Yeah, that one, yeah. I guess that one makes more sense because they he, uh, put his body weight on it. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know what you're supposed to do, man. Like, these guys are, like, there's literally a guy that's, like, 6'5", 330 pounds trying to stop you from tackling the guy. Also, that – So then you, when you I get there – I mean, it's there, not roughing the passer, but it's not the worst. Like, it's not as bad as a Brady one. It's, uh, it's just, according like – According to Twitter, it's the worst, but I, I don't think so. It's just like I mean, these dudes got like a six hundred, I mean a six foot five, three hundred thirty pound lineman trying to stop them from tackling the guy, and then when they get to the guy, they have to be like, oh wait, 
what am I supposed to do here? How am I supposed to do this? Let me make sure I do this delicately. It's yeah. Just, it's just not a very... doesn't make the most sense logically. But what, uh, what if, what if it's uh, roughing the defensive lineman? You know. Yeah. What? Where's the roughing the defensive lineman, dude? Offensive linemen aren't very nice to him. Uh, uh, actually, no. The worst roughing the passer call might be the DAC one, where he just got hit and like he got slapped in the helmet. Yeah, that one's terrible. But um, there's a thread now of just bad roughing the passer calls on my Twitter. Um, yeah, the roughing the passer just should not. <coughs> I don't think it should be a thing for stuff that's so obviously blatant, but those two, that the one you showed me and the one yesterday, should not be called. But, uh, yeah, so Browns, they sucked again. Uh, they basically um, just, like, all the mistakes that you could make, like uh, interception, missed field goal, we did them all in the last five minutes of the game. <laughs> so. and But also, like, a great run. Right? Was the Jacoby Brissett Michael Vick run pre pick? Was that also? Yeah, it was he did that, which made him think he was Mike Vick. And then he tried to do it again and threw a pick. And so yeah. he just uh, you love you love, And the defense you love I mean, the effort. On defense are on paper is a top five defense, but on paper. Statistics we are top we are bottom five defense. We can't Actually? stop Yeah, we can't stop a nosebleed right now. Still. The Chargers had one of the worst rushing Offenses in the league, they averaged like 58 yards. and then Yeah, Eckler had a master Then class. they both just had a field day. On fantasy. Him and John Kelly, their backup. John Kelly. Yeah. I mean, is, Where did he go to college? Not a clue. Don't remember that name. But, uh, and it just seemed like the body language of our defense is just so defleated. No one, like, ever gets hyped up for a sack or a tackle. We're just, like, kind of out there to be out there because – Defleated is actually the best word that you came up with because it's defeated and deflated. Yeah, deflated. Deflated. It is. That's that's what the Browns would say if Kevin Stefanski came out in the press conference. He would say deflated. 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 They are no, they are deflated. And then, but it's just like the Browns just look like, dude, I have to go out there on Sunday. Like yeah, but me like we pay you like a bunch of million, like a lot of millions of dollars to come do it, and they're like fine. I guess. Go stand out there. But fourth quarter, I'm not playing. Yeah. <laughs> you only get 45 minutes from me. Yeah, be like, I'll go out there because you're paying me a lot of money, but I'm only playing three quarters. You, you think I'm playing in the fourth quarter? Um, no. Buddy, you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. And then – Is he, Kevin Stefanski, like, on the hot seat? He should be. He probably's not. But, like, so he's realistically not, but he should Yeah, be. realistically not just because Nick Chubb – is keeping him his job. If we didn't have such a good rushing offense, we would be a horrible team. He'd be a one of the worst teams in the NFL. Chunt. Kareem yeah, Hunt. if we didn't have Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb and Joel Petoni and White Teller, our two guards, we would be with the Broncos. But we have the roster to be with like any team we want to. We just don't have any like just don't have the culture, don't have the coaches. Like you said though, the this month September and early October has been pretty much like the preseason. Yeah. That's just the main thing. It's like I feel like players just show up to the Browns and they're like, well, I'll try to be good, but if we're bad, I mean, for the Browns, it's supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah. when That's you, just like what it is. It's like, well, I'll try to be, go out there and be pretty good, but if something bad happens, like who cares for the Browns? 
I mean, but they also like. I mean, that is like the pre- like the that is. They're not wrong. No, that's a hundred percent what like our culture is. And I don't know how you. I don't, I don't know, know how but you. Kevin Stefanski is not doing it. Well, I mean, but, person to but turn the turnover, around. the turnover rate in, or not like not act, like on the field, but like the turnover yeah. of coaches and management and leadership in the Browns are is insane. We should just go pay. We should get Greg Williams come back. No, I hate Greg. Williams. Uh, get a little little mean streak to our team. Um, Lowe's then we're gonna hire Mean Joe Green as our. Is he still alive? I have no idea. Hope so, for the sake of this argument. <laughs> uh, we're going to hire Mike Singletary to be our defense coordinator. Lovey Smith should be the head coach. Yeah, Lovey Smith is head coach. Yeah, why didn't we hire Lovey Smith? But who yeah, we're going to get Lovey Smith head coach, uh Mike Singletary is going to be defensive coordinator and then offensive coordinator is going to be like Frank Reich. Who just runs the ball like Frank Reich. Who's like the who's an all-time fullback? Mike Allstott. Mike Allstott's our offense coordinator. Yep. Yeah. And that, then, that and we win the Super Bowl. Nick Nick Chubb and they should just run split backs every every play. That's their formation. They have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Yeah, we on just the don't field. even have receivers on the roster. Yeah, it's just all tight ends. We have Y'all run like Yeah, uh, we have ten tight ends and ten running backs. Yeah, it's like the Bears that one preseason where they literally had like nine tight ends on the roster. Yeah. The, they, why did the Bears always do that? Bears, Bears are the Bears are the weirdest team. The Bears always have three tight ends that all consistently get rotated, like, equal amounts in the game. And they have Cole Komet. Yeah, but Cole Komet will get, like, ten snaps, and then the second and third string also get ten snaps. For some reason, like, I know that Mike Gusecki plays for the Dolphins, but, like, to me, he seems like a Bears guy. Oh, yeah, when he's free agent, he's definitely He's got to be a Bears guy. Yeah, him and Cole Komet. It's going to be like... Jasicki on the back of a Bears uniform just looks normal. It does. Like, I totally see it. Big white guy, tight end. Cole Komet and Mike Gesicki will be like Rob Gronkowski and that other Patriots tight end. Like, with the helmet on, he'll look like Jimmy Graham. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like... Is he a Bears legend? Jimmy Graham? Yeah. Or a Saints legend? I always forget. What, what team... Jimmy Graham is... the Seahawks, too, right? Yeah, but that what team was the one where he was like the best on that he played for the longest? I think I, the Saints. Yeah, I think it. I did always, he play for the Packers? That's something. I think he did too. Yeah. Okay. So we gotta go PSAs. We gotta go PSAs. But real quick, I'm gonna look up Jimmy Graham. Graham. He used to dunk it. Graham. Six seven. Come on, show me his teams. I can't even find the PSA. Oh, there they are. All right. Yeah. So he played for. The Saints, 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 and the Seahawks, and the Packers a year, and then yeah. So he was really good on the Saints. Who was the the Packers tight end that was really good for all those years? Donald Driver? Oh no, maybe we'll we'll just we'll yeah, figure it out. We'll when figure we come it back. out. All right. Dang. Wow. Oh, we just watched the uh, the Chris Jones Derek Carr play a couple more times, and we didn't realize the first time that Chris Jones actually had the ball. Yeah, at a bad angle. Yeah, he he stripped the ball. Yeah, he's holding the ball and then he just lands on, like he Derek Carr was just. Oh, I wish. I wonder why they can't. Once they make that call, why they can't go back and review that and then, be like it wasn't even he didn't even have the ball, so it's not even possible for it to be roughing the passer. I know you can't 
go back and review like a uh, like most penalties during in the middle of the game. Like you can't go back and be like review that pass interference call you just had. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I feel like you could review this and then just say like it's not even a possibility for penalty because Derek Carr wasn't even in possession of the football. They should look at that as just a fumble. Yeah, that but, I mean, and I didn't notice the first time watching it that Chris Jones like he put his arm out to like brace too. Like yeah, it's just and he had like, the ball, like I that it just kind of seem it just kind of seems like they're playing uh football yeah. or something. Yeah. It just kind of yeah, it just kind of seems like they're playing football out there and it's really rough, but you know, that just could be me. I didn't make fo- oh, didn't make it very far in football. The uh the tight end we were thinking of was um Jermichael Finley. Jermichael Finley and Jared Cook. No, he just played one year. Jermichael Finley though. You remember that that the name? Um, not really, but eighty-eight. I think also I was thinking of uh, Mercedes Lewis. Remember number eighty-nine for them? I I know who you're talking about. I just don't remember him on the Packers. I thought he was on the Saints too. He might have played um, later in his career. I'm not sure. Free, free, free. Yeah, he played at Jacksonville and then went to Green Bay at the end of his career. Oh. But, uh. I do. Yeah, I know who you're talking about now. Big, big yeah, dude. Yeah, big dude. Yeah. So, next next uh topic we have to, we got, went through Ron Rivera, Falcons, Browns. Um, let's talk about the NFC East. NFC Beast. NFC Beast. And then, after that, we'll finish with Matt Rule, and that'll kind of be the end of NFL. Yeah. Um. So, uh, the NFC Beast slash East, you have the five and O Eagles. You have the four and one Cowboys with their backup quarterback. You have the four and one Giants with, I mean, Daniel Jones isn't bad, but like it's the Giants. They should yeah. not be four and one, but they are four and one. So maybe they're better than, I mean, they, on paper, they are better than a lot of teams in the NFL. I think Brian Dayball just like has them. Like he, Brian Dable just has the opposite of the Browns, like bad on paper but good on the field because he just gets them like all on the same page playing right. Yeah, I, I the Browns need Brian that and, Dable. Sa- that and Saquon like being fully healthy and yeah, they Saquon have somewhat of a line has played very well for them. Um, let's see. So yeah, Cowboys four and one, and they're on a four game win streaks, which now brings Cooper Rush to. Uh, 5-0 and as a starting quarterback. 6-0 as a starting quarterback. But uh, either way, Cooper Rush has not lost a game when he started. And he got the Commanders in dead last at uh, 1-4. Ooh, Who what's knows? this? Yahoo Sports. Alex Smith blasts Ron Rivera uh, after Commanders coach identified quarterback as team weakness. Why do you say that, uh, Mr. What's-His-Face? Who? Alex? Yeah, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Um, <laughs> Imagine if Alex Jones was NFL quarterback. Imagine uh, if he was just any part of the NFL. Yeah. Um, That was a... uh, Dude, he, he would have the best Tom Brady conspiracy theories. Yeah, what if, his, what if he only followed the NFL? Ooh, the Raiders are up 20 to 10 right now. I'm telling you, the Raiders I had a feeling are not that they're, as bad as they like their record shows. My friend, that yeah, I I 100% agree. I think they could still make the playoffs. 
my friend that is a huge Raiders fan said that 90% of betters, uh, like public betters, have money on the Chiefs. That's when I knew that I don't know if the Raiders are going to win, but they're definitely going to cover. Yeah, and the Chiefs can just go out and lay an egg sometimes. Yeah, and the Raiders, yeah, the Raiders are on paper. The Raiders are really good. Now, I know and I said on paper a lot this episode, but on paper, it's a very winnable good. division too. I mean, not winnable, but like make the playoffs uh, a bull. Uh, but winnable in the sense that you get to play the Broncos still, you get to play the Chargers twice. Should have uh, beat the Chargers week one. Yeah, and the Chargers, they're really banged up. They're not as good as they once were. But, uh, yeah, so I think that the Raiders are still going to make the playoffs, hopefully. I, do I think that there could be possibly – can there be three teams from that division to make the playoffs? Um, No, I don't think so. I don't think the Chargers are that good. But uh, it is possible. It is possible. I think so, yeah. Okay. One team wins and the other two are wild cards. Like the NL East and – Yeah. And so do you think that team? the Eagles are going to win the NFC East? And the Cowboys and Giants are gonna have to just wild card their way in it. Um, I, I can see. I can see. Yeah, the Eagles I think are far and away the best team in that division. Because, <clears throat> but the, the Cowboys and Giants might like. I don't know if they're gonna keep th- this. The Cowboys have the lowest points allowed in that division, but they also have the low second lowest when points they, for. When do they play the Eagles? I'm not sure, but let me see. I think you, it's like played. I think now you honestly have to have the conversation of like when Dak comes back. Do we? I mean, it, you're on a four-game win streak. You just say it ain't broke. We're not going to fix it. And just I, I think keep you going gotta, with Cooper Rush. I think you got to ease Dak in. Like, don't, he's had an injury record. He's not going to be a hundred percent. Like. Yeah, maybe anytime soon. I think. Like, I know they're gonna say that he's cleared the player or whatever. But like, what do you think? You got happens? Cooper Rush yeah. going off right now. Just ease Dak back in. What do you don't put all the pressure on Dak yet. What happens if Dak? Pre- if okay, so it's four and one. Awesome. When is Dak Prescott expected to come back? I don't know. I think I think it might be this week. It's gotta be soon. Yeah, but Dak- they play the Eagles. They play the Eagles this weekend. So. This will be, I think this weekend will be a huge test for Cooper Rush. Then maybe if they beat the Eagles this week, maybe we can start having a conversation of saying, like, Cooper Rush might. I'm just. Saying, I'm not saying he's going to be the guy, but you, you think might keep him in. It's possible. So uh, Dak says he feels good, but uh, Jerry Jones says, I still don't know, and it's unclear. So what ha- what happens if – Okay, say Cooper Rush wins this game against the Eagles, or even if he loses it, but loses it in a respectable way, like 24-20 or something, like it's a good game. He plays right there with Jalen Hurts. And then Dak comes back the next week, and he loses by like 24. Well, do you think it's possible they they bench Dak? It depends. And, uh, I, maybe because they play the Lions next, like next next week. After the Eagles. Yeah. So the schedule is favorable for Dak to come back after the Eagles game. Do you think they're going to be, like, really quick? The Bears like, the week. when they go later in the season, do you think they'll be their fuse will be just extremely short where if Dak comes out and he throws, like, a pick and then they go no. three and out, punt, and then a pick, they will bench him for Cooper Rush, kind of like uh, Jalen Hurts to at Alabama? No. Just because of how much they're paying Dak, they don't want to, like – they're paying him – 
I know. I feel like I say this every week, but I would agree with you if it was anything, if it was any team other than Jerry Jones and the Cowboys. Yeah. I feel like I say that a lot about them, but I don't know. You're paying them for a reason. You know. Yeah, you're paying them for a reason. And if you aren't going to play them and you're going to still pay them that money, the trade value is just, like, not there. I so, I have a feeling that Cooper Rush is definitely going to get a big contract to be either a backup or potentially start on the team and then just be, like, Matthew Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Like, when it, oh, it, I'm the starter now? I No, no, no. I, I'm good when I'm the backup and there's no pressure. Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick Foles, Matthew Case Fitzpatrick, Kingdom. Cooper Rush. Matt, Matt Fitzpatrick? Matt Fitzpatrick? Oh, no, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Who is Matt Fitzpatrick? Is that the golfer? Yeah, Matt Fitzpatrick's the golfer. I'm looking I'm, at golf right now. Dimplehead. Dimplehead. Yeah. I'm just uh, I'm looking at golf right now on my computer. There's uh, golf news. Speaking of golf, I uh, got my first birdie last weekend. Not a big deal. Haven't played in months. Speaking of golf, uh, two weekends or three weekends ago, I was in a bunker for five shots. Uh, pot bunker, though. Pot bunker is really hard. But uh, I had to get a ladder to get in there. Yeah, well, so I guess we can move on to golf, but I guess real quick we got to finish with Matt Rule. Matt Rule uh, got a seven-year, $62 million contract from the Carolina Panthers um, three years ago. I want to say it was 2019. Yeah, so. Because this last game at Baylor, he spit on himself. Did he really? Yeah, he, he got spit on his, like, He's you know those. so much. You know those like uh, those, like only, I've only seen coaches wear this. Oh, like the the vest where water just like repels. It didn't repel though. It was it ha- it was like a, it was like a really. It just like sticks on there. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. It's, Urban Meyer always wore those. It's like the the mock. Yeah. Like something like it's like a windbreaker vest type thing. Like I, it, I, I it's find only football coaches own them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, so he he played out or coached out through like thirty eight games, three years, and so I th- I'm pretty sure the Panthers still owe Matt Rule like forty million dollars. Yeah, which th- that has just got to like oh. for any company in the world. I don't care if it's a football team or if it's like literally Amazon. Like if you have some guy that you have to that you thought was going to be with you for seven years and you have to get rid of him after three and then still pay him out $40 million. I don't care what company it is. That's, that's rough. That's not yeah, even like, what I, that's not even the mock. He's literally wearing a tank top over a hoodie. That's, that's football guy stuff though. And I think if you want to be a football guy, just dress as ugly as possible. Yeah. That is a horrible outfit. And he's worn it multiple times. Just the tank top of but a t-shirt. Now, uh, a t-shirt hoodie. Now that he's finally fired, the Matt Rule to Nebraska rumors can be officially started. Yeah. Because he's known to be, like, a guy that goes to your team and then, you know, turns it around. Yeah. Uh, Temple turned them around, made them – he was they were pretty good when he was there. And then Baylor. Baylor. They are very good when he was there. Now they're not. Yeah, I think so he's good. a really, really good college coach. Um. What what is it about that? Because like Pete Carroll, who the first time in NFL was horrible, and then came back to college and was good the second time he went back to the NFL, but the first time he was horrible. And I Meyer was horrible. Uh, I have a high a coaching hire suggestion for the Panthers. Nick Saban. Nick Saban to the NFL. Yeah. Uh there's no way he would leave. <laughs> Panthers can Panthers Panth- the NFL money, you know. 
That's that's all. Yeah, I but say. now I mean now that Matt Rule got fired, I think there's five Power Five schools with job openings: uh, Arizona State, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. I don't know, but those are three pretty good jobs. Now yeah. Matt Rule just kind of gets to sit there and like play golf with forty million dollars and yeah. just be like, and honestly, like. Obviously, you want to be really good, but it, you got it worked out pretty well for you. you yeah, they, you thought you were gonna have to work for seven years. You only had to work for three, and you're still getting all the money. Yeah. Now so he is could. Joe, is Joe Brady getting his shot to be a head coach for the Panthers? I guess for right now. Is he an interim? I don't know. Let me look. I mean, they just name. fired him. I don't know if they named him. We got to go to PSAs anyway. So when we come back, uh, we'll wrap this up with a nice bow. Panthers, a nice Panthers themed bow with it's black yeah, and teal I'm trying and to figure silver out. and white. It's beautiful, beautiful bow. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> who who the uh, coach is yet. Yeah, shout out Joe Brady though, uh, all time college offense. Um, just does doesn't want to work with college kids, which I don't blame him. But we'll be back. All right, crikey. King of the castle, king of the castle. We're back. You're listening to Tough Scenes on 91.1 FM WAGL. And uh, we don't know who's going to be the Panthers head coach. Maybe uh, Sean Payton, mate. Maybe. I would, uh, I can't do that. Um, here we go. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I can do a, it. A Anytime I try to do an Aussie accent, it ends up being Indian. Like... <laughs> Just like the first two words are Aussie, and then the last like part of the sentence just turns into like something else. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I say Matt Rule should go coach Wisconsin. That would be cool. I mean, they can give him whatever they can. Like the money is not an option, not a problem right now because you know he's got a free forty million dollar check from the Panthers. Yeah, and. Uh, <sighs> I just cracked my back. This that. microphone is horrible. <clears throat> it is what it is. That would be that'd be interesting considering that Wisconsin's not really known for the recruiting. Matt Rule's also like not the best recruiter, but he's really good at rebuilding. So and imagine in Wisconsin with some talent. You know? Yeah. That would some be pretty talent development. It would just like I don't know. He's just college coaches are just staying college. Yeah, but I mean yeah. Unless, you, because, I don't know, I feel like college football is just so much different than NFL. Like Cliff Kingsbury, what do you think? Do you think he should have stayed in college? I don't know. I mean. Because he really wasn't that good in college either. It, the That, like, experiment started out really well, but the Cardinals aren't very good right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pretty mid. Like, they've, and they've got, he's got the, you know, when he, took the job he's like i need my like he got kyler like he's like this is the guy i came here i got my guy we're gonna be good and then they have been pretty good but that's kind of it they're like 10 and 6 that's about it yeah i mean um, d hop's still out yeah d hop's still out need him to come back and i also need him to be good for fantasy because i have him on my bench did you draft him I did draft him because I thought that the Cardinals would be way better than they are right now. Well, you also know that, like, he was already suspended. What do you mean? Like, he's suspended. No, yeah, I knew he was suspended, but I was like, six games, not that bad. Well, we can still do it. Oh, it's only six games? Yeah. So this is the last week. Um, 
Yeah, it's last week. I, I think thought it was so. nine games. Yeah, because I saw it like uh, I got a notification like on like the fantasy thing that uh, he's he's uh, they practiced a little bit. Mm. It's, he's been running a little bit on the uh, been putting him on the outside, AJ Brown on the outside, and Marquise Brown in the uh, slot. Apparently. But uh, that's kind of it we for NFL news, I guess. If you have anything else you want to talk about from the NFL, not really. I'm still protesting. Oh, the uh, the football. Bills want to tr- the Bills reached out to the Panthers about Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that's so. Basically, the Bills think that now that they fired Matt Rule, it'll just be like a garage sale, like everything must go pretty much of the Panthers, and so they just they're like, yeah, we'll try it. We'll see how much McCaffrey costs. Uh, but. If the Bills got Christian McCaffrey, that would be not fair. Is that in the conversation for the best offense ever? It could be. I doubt it. I mean, it. you have the best. Randy Moss, Wes Welker, Tom Brady. It just would be so hard to guard that team. I mean, you got Gabe Davis running straight down the field. You have Stephon Diggs, who is a really good route runner, and then Dawson Knox. You can just you have two. You have a six-five running back, and then a five-nine running back. He's a six-five running back. Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. A jo- uh, the running back that is also probably one of the best passers in the league. Yeah, I had this uh, conversation with somebody. What what ball do you think carries further? A Josh Allen thrown football or a Justin Tucker kicked football? Carry? Like, if you if you were to – if Justin Tucker were to kick a football from – I think I'm going to go with Justin Tucker. I think Justin Tucker can get it out to like seventy-five carry, but because Josh Allen, I think, can get like eighty. You think carry? Yeah. I don't really know. I think it would honestly also, be really close. This is in Denver. This is in Denver. Oh, then Justin Tucker is kicking it ten miles because every time I watch a game in Denver, the announcers love to tell me how. Listen, his his long is only a fifty-eight, but we are in Denver. It's more like a sixty-five now. Yeah. He did crush a 58-yard field goal. Yeah, that was really good. And then did, he came did they out. they win? Yeah, they yeah. won. And then he came out and he said, I guess I'm just a system kicker. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. First of all, means. I'm not sure if anyone's ever called you a system kicker as, like, uh, insult. And second of all, I didn't know there was such thing as a system kicker and a non-system kicker. Yeah. I think, if, like, if he's a system kicker, then like the what, Ravens have a great system going. Like what do you mean like like the system as in like the like the snap and the holder yeah. is great or like because that's what you mean like when you say a system quarterback it's like he just goes in and does whatever other quarterback does and it's like done for him he just has to kind of like manage you yeah. know what I mean like nothing about Justin Tucker's kick is done for him like he, he is very I don't know if imagine if he was on a bad team I don't know I think he just created a word though system kicker yeah. So now, like, am I a system podcaster? Are we system podcasters? So I think now, whenever a kicker missed a field goal, it's just oh, he's a system kicker. Can't he's just he's a system kicker. That's why he missed. Cody Parkey's a system kicker. Needs to be a non-system kicker like Justin Tucker. Yeah, a based kicker. Yeah, I'm not sure. Based and unsystemed kick kicker. But yeah, I, guess, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> do you think a team would ever like? That's why you draft a kicker. Yeah, what what is this? Uh, I'm gonna look up what he makes on the Ravens. Because do you think there would ever be another team that's just like, you know what? Screw it. Like we're just gonna break the rules and give him like a wide receiver salary because he's such a good kicker. I can see a running back salary. Salary. All right. So the Ravens are paying him six million a year. 
Huh. It's actually much higher than I thought. Okay, never mind. I guess he's gonna stay with the Ravens. I thought like maybe I thought maybe he made like two mil. I was thinking like what if a contender like the Bucks are just like, you know what, screw it. One year, fifteen million dollars, we're gonna go win a Super Bowl and you're not gonna miss a kick. I I mean, I'd still say the Ravens could be contenders for Yeah, no, I think they could be running. contenders, but I could just you ever th- think a team will just be like, you know what? Justin Tucker, you're the best kicker ever. You don't miss. We're just going to give you $12 million a year. Uh, Yeah, the Rams. Yeah, maybe. The Rams. Uh, Manchester City. Um, Yeah, the Manchester City, maybe. Uh, um, the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, Dodgers, Mets, or Yankees. Or Yankees. Um, um, Maybe, like. The Lakers. Real Madrid. Yeah, Madrid. Some team that has just a ridiculous amount of money. But, um, uh, yeah, NFL team, probably not. Yeah, even though the NFL teams are, like, the most valuable franchises in all of sports. Yeah, I feel like the NFL salary cap should be higher. Just let them them just – I kind of like – I kind of like it. It, I do kind of like it, but – No, yeah, okay, yeah, I changed my mind. It should be lower. Yeah, I changed my mind. Because if it was higher, it would just be, like, the Golden State Warriors. Like, one team would just have, like – or the Los Angeles Rams. Every player. Yeah, the Rams have last. I year. think it should be lower and then we like then we then we truly get to see who the best team is. I think we should just have a twenty two man roster. That that would be insane. It's just have an eleven man roster. Teams? You guys are playing both ways. Oh, yeah, that. with B teams like uh the Chargers J V team is going up against the Browns J V team on Thursday and then the varsity teams are playing on Sunday. What if they had like a hundred NFL teams. <laughs> right? No, no, no. It's like major league where they each had like a triple A, a double A, and like a single A like feeder team. Yeah, but like, yeah. So more like that, or like uh, soccer in Europe, how there's pro- promotion and relegation. Yeah. Uh, but like with the salary cap too. So you, you like max have like two star players on a team, and the rest of them are just like role players. But like for football. Like you know how fun that would be, or like imagine that. that cool. Actually, for basketball, that would be way more cool, like way cooler. Or like you just Promotion. had like a NFL team had like a triple A team and like just in the middle of the like in week thirteen, they're like we're bringing up this receiver that is just ridiculous. Yeah, that. And would then be. he comes up and he's like, he's actually from like, he's from Cameroon. Yeah, and like we just found him, and he and we're bringing in like week thirteen, we were bringing him in, and he's just insane. Did I? Yeah, I think also some translators out here in the NFL. Yeah, we. I think with basketball, the promotion relegation thing, that would be so sick. That like, that's actually, I just came up with a great new idea, kind of like how the Braves were the first one to go down in the Dominican and just sign every single player. <laughs> like, what? Wh- who's gonna be the first NFL team that just goes like? Outside of the U.S., to just scout athletes. Like we, we, you don't know what football is, but we'll teach you. I mean, they like, kind of. I mean, colleges and high schools kind of do that. For they kind of do, but like someone's just got to go to like. Honestly, I would go to Uganda, and be like, just go to like because they have Usain Bolt, and they always you seem to win in like the sprinting races Usain in the Bolt's Olympics. From Jamaica, Jamaica. That's yeah, Jamaica, not Uganda, but uh. <laughs> My uh, soccer coaches and my club team are from Uganda, but uh, there was also a Jamaican soccer coach in our area. Yeah, but um, 
just I would just go there and then just get all of them and be like, we're you, we're just gonna have you run straight down the field and then at some point look up and catch the ball, yeah, and keep running. Usain Bolt did play professional soccer in Australia. Did he really? Yeah, he was not good, but he's really fast, as you can imagine. To, yeah, but see, he Shadow Strasinko also played he, pro. See, soccer. he picked the wrong sport though to try to do it because there's offsides in soccer. He can't just completely run by a guy. Football, you can just run right past the corner if you want to, and there's no offsides. Yeah, yeah, that is fair enough. See, he should have done football, soccer. He like he could only be so fast. Yeah, and like you can't really be as fast, like dribbling the soccer ball. Yeah, because like. Yeah, no. One bad touch. When I played soccer, people who could dribble really fast, like at full sprint, I was like, dude, what do you, how? Like, what, how are you doing that? Yeah, I don't think I, I yeah, I still can't do that. No, but it's yeah, fine just, for like, me. I would like, just kick it out there and, like, take a couple strides, kick it out there again. Like, I don't really, like, if I played soccer, my position, I really won't have to, uh, like, sprint, like, dribble sprint that much, you know? Yeah, no, my yeah. That's why I pick defense because it just like get ball, give ball back to offense. Yeah, yeah I, like, I'd want to play like a more of a defensive midfielder. See, I like defensive midfield, but then you then you realize it's way too much running because they want me to come down and play offense and then run back and play defense too. I mean, I'd rather be running around doing something than just like kind of sitting back, you know. No, nah, like, you need those breaks when you like. Cause, I like, love running. There's the, always the best players like some forward kid. And he's just like he runs like a four three at age twelve years old. Yeah. And like at defense, you're just chasing him around all day, and you just like got to get the ball from him, and then give it back to your offense. And you're like, why stop giving this kid the ball? Yeah. You're just chasing him around all day, and then when you then you just like kick the ball to the other side of the field, and you're like, all right, break time. Yeah. Yeah. That <laughs> break is time. True. Break that time. Is true. I don't love running, but I like when I'm playing sports. I love running around. Like playing soccer, I'd rather just run around aimlessly. And just go for the ball, just ball chase, and then like play defense, and then maybe create some pa- like create some chances. Like I would, yeah. I think I'd act, I'd love playing soccer, dude. Like I, I wish I would have played like competitively. I would just like I'm not good on defense. But, I would try to get the ball back, and then I would like start to dribble and be like, oh, I'm 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 messy, and then my coach would be like, You're not messy. Pass the ball, <laughs> <laughs> and you pass the ball. I did end up being getting really good at the uh, the long pass. Mm. That's all I did. Just did you switch, just from defense, just switch switch fields. You know, just kick it in the goal from the other side. You know, just yeah. whatever. I did it all. Take some long shots. What position were you like a like a center back? Yeah, remember? I remember one. T- remember that one time you were the uh, the guy who like got on the sideline. Yeah, middle school. in middle school. Yeah, me and Ian played center back. I didn't know that you played at Discovery. I didn't play in my seventh in the seventh grade. Oh, I played okay. in eighth grade though. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I ru- I ruined my Jordans, my only pair of Jordans. The Jordan Futures. Yeah, the Jordan Futures. <laughs> the dude. Jordan Futures, dude. They they were nice too, and I wasn't expecting to be the ball boy. I was just showed up to like sit on like the end of the bench, <laughs> and yeah. then Coach Kinnan's like, "Hey, we don't have anybody that's like doing this, so like you have to do it." Yeah, I kind of say no. Uh, yeah, oh, dude, we gotta go to PSAs. <laughs> Ooh. That was like. Yeah, it was pretty fun. That was. I remember wanting to play so bad back then because I played like all my friends played soccer and I was like, oh man. All right, uh, you guys are listening to Tough Scenes on ninety one point one FM. But yeah, so that's all for NFL. Um, college football. What happened? Uh, I don't know. Didn't watch. Don't want to talk about 
The Kansas a- State won. Kansas State won. The A and M game was great. I fell asleep. Uh, I really wish A and M would have won that. I think they should have. But all I'm saying is, how long is Bryce Young going to be out? Bryce, I think Young. he might be coming back this week. I will watch football this week. I am going to. The yes, there's a hopes he will be ready for Tennessee. Uh, they better keep hoping because their backup quarterback is Boo Boo. He's really fast. He though. booty cheeks. Your <laughs> <laughs> backup quarterback booty cheeks. He's really he's really fast though. No, he is really fast. He can run very well. No, yeah, he can run very well. He can't pass for booty cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But he's like uh he's that guy that if, if he's like really jacked too. Yeah, he's Derrick Henry. Yeah, he like uh is like a big gym guy. He's like super jacked and he is really fast and he's like a great runner, but that's about it. They should run the triple option with him. Yeah. Imagine with the amount of talent Alabama has on the field. Imagine if they ran the triple option. That would be insane. I but, like, uh, I don't know if anybody could stop that, especially with that quarterback. Dang, honestly, if Bryce Young doesn't play, I think Tennessee wins. I think Tennessee can win regardless. Uh, actually, no. Texas A&M should have won that game, dude. They I don't had know, too many... actually, if Tennessee can win regardless because their defense, I don't think their defense is nasty enough to – like keep them in a game with with Alabama. Their I think offense, if the, I think their offense will show up if the backup plays. I think they they can keep they can stay with them. I don't know. I think that might almost be because I don't think uh, they can't really stop the run. Yeah, but well. like they're not physical. They're not like a SEC. It's like watching a Big Twelve team. But when I say this this guy can't pass, like he can't pass. Yeah, like they like they just they had very little offense in the end of the game. And part of the reason why Texas A&M lost is because they have, like, eight true freshmen starting on defense or something like that, and they had a couple of penalties late in the game that was really, like, just hurt them too bad. I heard there was a really, really bad play call for A&M to win the game. Yeah, the I felt it was just kind I of, literally fell asleep at 9 o'clock on Saturday. It just kind of, like, it didn't work out. It, A&M just got super lucky. So they were fourth and like two on the like thirty yard line or something with a couple minutes left and they were gonna go for it and it would it was seventeen twenty four at this time. So if they went for it and scored they would tie the game. But then they had like a off then they had two false starts. Like back to back the Texas A and M line, the entire line moved except for the center. Two two times in a row. Wow. And so then they just so then it was like fourth and fifteen, and there was no way they were gonna be able to get the first down then. And then you just, and then they just showed uh, Jimbo on the sideline, and he just he just like threw his hands up in the air. He's like, kicking team, kick team. So they kick a field goal, twenty four twenty now, and then Alabama gets the ball back, and then A&M's defense is sneaky really good, uh, because they they just stopped Alabama's def- uh, offense right there. They Alabama tried to run the ball, tried to pass the ball. They got stuffed, three and out, got the ball back, went down the field. Um, and then, yeah, they're on like the two or three yard line because they were on the 20, but then there was a pass interference, so half the distance to the goal, and they put it on the two or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, then they threw like a slant out route type thing, and I thought there was it was a pass interference on that play. They didn't call it. But, yeah, it was definitely was not the best play call to win the game. Was it like worse than the uh, fade on fourth down? It was like remember the the play that Mechie ran against us, and then he did the, this thing against yeah. Auburn that like just like one step out. Yeah, like it was like a, that. Basically, like a pick play. Kinda, yeah, yeah. And 
But the cornerback had really good coverage. I thought it was a little too good coverage. It was a little pass interference ish. So did he like jump? I'll just actually I'll just watch it because like I I was but so also tired. big fan of Texas A&M's quarterback. He played amazing. Which one was it? Haynes or he, the yeah or white Max, kid Max Johnson. Haynes. Haynes King. Yeah, Haynes King, and he played amazing, dude. He I mean deck uh. <coughs> 100% played better than the Alabama quarterback. But Haynes King was literally the sole reason that they stayed in that game. Dude, Alabama... He I just don't... made... Like, his stat line looks horrible. 25 of 46 for 250, two touchdowns and a pick, and only 10 rush yards. But he made pa- he, all the he made all the passes he needed to when it mattered. And then this M- Mushin Muhammad, the third guy... Number seven for them, Moss, like three people in the last, in the fourth Ooh, quarter. Bama missed a field goal. Yeah, they, yes, they did. Oh, all right. I like the, oh, I missed Yeah, it. Alabama act only scored. They had seven four turnovers. Points. Yep. The, uh, the quarterback threw a pick that was pretty bad uh, and a couple fumbles. Yeah, AM had a big, oh, oh, AM had that, uh, completion to Marshall and then they had the face mask. How do they not score here? I know it's tough, but I I'm, wish I, I was I was so tired this weekend. So I had like a project on Sunday, and then on Saturday I was just like extremely tired. So I went to bed at nine, like literally nine p.m. on a Saturday. Like that's the most lame. And they they busted a run there too. And I hate I hate AM, So I'm not like completely mad that Alabama won. Like I really 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 dislike Texas A and M, but. It would be cool to see Alabama lose at home in the Texas A&M. Oh, uh, I don't know. oh they fumbled. Did yeah. they fumble? I didn't, I'm not a fan of this. Jimbo Fisher, after the game, said, we're playing a backup QB, too, as if, you know, that was part of the re- – Dude, Haynes King. Oh, he was down. Bro, Haynes King on the final two drives made every play to keep your team in the game. I'm not sure what you want to do, Jimbo. But uh, watch out for the next two or three years – Texas A&M to be a top four team. Uh, I, think I don't. I I don't like Jimbo personally. True freshman on defense, and their recruiting class next year is top three. Um, I think that Texas A&M is going to make the playoffs next uh, year. The false starts is why they didn't score there. Yeah, it was fourth and eighteen. And they kicked the field goal. Yeah, two false wow. start. It was like fourth and two as well, and then, or I guess fourth and eight. Knowing knowing Jimbo Fisher's track record, um, I can see A and M being really good, but also like super undisciplined, and that's gonna cost like it cost them this game apparently the false starts, yeah. and like that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. And they gotta stop, they gotta stop. But that was a really good game. Uh, I'm a fan of Haynes King, and I think that Texas A and M is gonna be really good in the future. <clears throat> All right, I'm. Because I'm wa- the recruiting is just they just they can recruit. I'm watching the last drive right now. Um, yeah. But then uh other college football news, Auburn, we suck. Again, we suck again. Hey, we got our first passing touchdown in Sanford Stadium in the past decade though. Yeah, uh so we played Georgia. Um no one thought that was going to be a good game for us. Uh Ugh. We lost by 32 points, 42 to 10. Kind of just. Oh, what a catch! I oh, got yeah, that Muhammad guy. Was it one? Oh no, that was Stewart. 
Stewart just mossed two of them. Yeah, that was insane. But, dude, Haynes King, like, is just making plays. Oh, he almost threw a pick there. Threw it off his back foot. Oh, got hit as he was throwing. Oh, that that he got he. I I think I like him just because he got hit so much all game, and And he just just stayed in there. Yeah, stayed in there, and just kept slinging the rock. Oh, that was a good catch. I think that's Muhammad. I think. Oh, and he just kept running. Muhammad number seven. Yeah. Yeah. Mushin Muhammad the The third. third. Yeah. All right. Third and ten. Ten seconds left. Oh, he threw a pick. Wait, what? Oh, pass interference. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, so pass interference. Now they're on the two-yard line, and they got a play left, I believe, is what happens. I like how I just completely forgot. Like, you told me what happened in this game, and now watching it, I completely forgot that you told me what was going to happen in this game, and now it's like I'm watching it. Without even knowing, he almost he almost caught that too. Like he was close. Yeah, that would have been like a insane catch. I know. I wanted them to get a walk off so bad in the in uh, Bryant Denny Stadium. Bryant Denny Library. Yeah, that was just a because terrible. Play. Not a not a fan of Alabama just because of you know terrible play call. Many reasons. But uh, I mean, oh man. Yeah, I know that if was. He just... would have. I know. I know. You have to hit that out fast, but. You should have saw that it wasn't there and, and made it. Yeah, that, that was just – it probably wasn't the best play call right there. But, I mean, it is a tough situation. You got, like, one play Especially to win the game. Especially when he's, I, like, ISO'd out there. Yeah. And, like, he's on the, like, the short side of the field. Or, I guess – They should have done I don't know if it was on the short side of the field or not. But it definitely, like, that was – They should have yeah. done some crazy ran a Philly Philly. Yeah, something. Like, something to extend the play. Yeah. I feel like. But uh, we do have to go to PSAs, but in other news, uh, Auburn lost by 32 points, and we suck. Stetson Bennett had a 64-yard touchdown running. <laughs> that shouldn't even be allowed. We're going to leave on that possible. note. We're going to leave on that note. <laughs> Got to turn the mics on real quick. We're, we're back. Listen to, a, listen to another segment of Tough Scenes on WEGL 91.1 FM. And uh, I watched the replay of that last play probably 15 times during that break, and uh, that like that play is terrible. And me and Egan came to the conclusion that they p- really didn't have a lot of space. Like being on the two yard line is nice when you have four downs, but for one down, it's kind of it's kind it's of difficult. Hard. You're limited in your play call, but you only have 12 yards of space. I, honestly, I mean they had what's what let me see the formation there they're out here in real quick. So Alabama has four linemen and the rest are DBs. I I I wouldn't run the ball there either, but honestly, I mean this is you have trips on the on the on the far side of the yeah, field. Yeah, you would get killed for this in the media if it didn't work out. But what if you just take like a like a false start and you're it's on the seven yard line now. Then you have a little bit more space to run some routes. Uh, the DBs are gonna be slightly more spread out. And yeah, because I mean it's literally it's so compact because you can't run here because it's so compact. Yeah, and Alabama's gonna and Alabama's gonna it's just one of those teams that like stuffs a run on the one yard line. They just do it. That's what, what they do. What they should have done is honestly they should have been compact themselves because they they put the receiver like. 
the first read, which is this out slash comeback looking route, and they put him on. They gave him no space for him to develop this this route at all, and he like stutter steps because you have to like, you know, kind of be patient, like kind of like yeah. a fade, but he runs out of space, and then there's two DBs on that side. It's just run a slant. It's just I'm, I feel like when you're on the one yard line, it's just just run a slant. Just I, I think an RPO would have been good here too. Who knows? It's a tough one to you, call there. I think but you have to give the defense an illusion that you could possibly run the ball. Like yeah. you have to get someone to bite on something in that situation. Cuz you don't want to necessarily just sell the run because you could definitely get stopped, but and I'm not saying you, you should know, do a play. I definitely agree. RPO. It's just like and I'm not a I'm not a I'm not I, I don't want to sit here and act like I know more like, than the coaches uh, either. But. Yeah, no, it's just like wait, it's like easy to think about in hindsight. I guess like when you're in the like heat of the moment, like you thought you lost the game, and so then you were just like done, and then they're like, wait a minute, no, it's not over. There's pass interference. You have one play. Like, yeah. call it now. Yeah. So I get then they're then they're kind of like you have, you really only have what like a minute tops to like think of a play. So I guess that's kind of what happened. Um, you know the play from Madden bench? I don't think so, no. Like where I don't play Madden too often anymore. Where, like instead of like it's I mean it's pretty Is it a run play? No, it, it's it's a pass play. It's pretty common play for it's like a sideline play. I'm not saying they should have ran that here, but uh like a common formation. QB sneak. Yeah, yeah, that would be ballsy. QB draw, that'd be like Trace McSorley. QB draw uh, the... against Ohio State. When Chase Young had that, uh, I don't think it would have worked out because oh, uh, no, <laughs> Will Will Anderson literally just like that was also part of the reason why the Haynes kid had so many incomplete passes because he literally had one point two seconds to throw it because yeah. the the left tackle just did not guard like Will Anderson was in the backfield in a second and a half every play. Yeah. Let's see how fast he gets out here. I mean, it was just he was shot out of a cannon every play, and then the. The line yeah. just couldn't do anything about the it. The running back had to go help on that play too. Yeah, which but which the uh, I I don't like the running back being lined up. Haynes on that King side was just was just got beat up all game. It was just like after every throw getting knocked down. But but it is what it is. Yeah, and I mean A and M's like they're not great this year. Yeah, they're not great this year. They, I think this they game will be good because they're getting in. Yeah, like they have a top. They're like fourth. Like ranked fourth for the recruiting class one, next year. Number one last year. Yeah. Um. But uh, I just that's kind of all I have to say about college football. Honestly. Uh, yeah, Kansas State, uh, five and one, first time since like 2013, 2012. Darren Sproles came back to play. Uh, yeah. Colin King is still a quarterback. Klein, <laughs> Colin Klein, not King. But he's uh, a king though. Yeah, he's the king of the little apple. I'm down to talk about some MLB if you are. I'm always down to talk some ball. Got like 20 minutes left. Five minutes this, uh, this one, and then uh, now I'm gonna watch the Guardians walk it off because that was so awesome, dude. More okay, Egan's so listen, Guardians, but I'm also a fan now. So we were the least, uh, the least like talked about team. So of course we got the earliest game both days, um, noon in Cleveland, 11 here. And so I started watching it at 11 on Saturday, and then I had to. I went to Men's Warehouse, so I had to get a uh, like a jacket and some pants to get a job and interviews and stuff because I don't have a suit. So I went to get a suit at Men's Warehouse, 
And then I came back, and the game was still going on. And then I just watched the game, and then I was just sitting there all day. That ball was launched. Yeah, I know. Dude, I'm telling you, the left field in progressive field is lo- is like a little mini green monster. Oh, yeah. yeah that is a big le- – like, if that would have gone into right field, that would have been in the second deck. That ball was mashed. Corey Kluber, too. That, that yeah, that was the best part of it. When, I, when they were like – Is it? We got to, like, the end of it, and then they were, like, 13th inning. And they were like, who, who is the Ray? Who are the Rays going to bring out? And then – like no one knew, and then all, and then the screen just cut straight to Corey Kluber walking out, and it, and then the you just heard it through the screen, like the stadium just went crazy. They're like Corey Kluber, we hate that guy. Why? What do you? I mean, mean? He just left. I know, but like it's just just because he left. But he he put in some work. For yeah, no, he put in some work, but like at that moment, we're like, okay, let's just hit a dinger off this guy. We, and that was the guy with the with the SpongeBob. Uh, yeah, SpongeBob. Yeah, Oscar. Yeah, Oscar Gonzalez. Nickname is SpongeBob. His walk-up song is the SpongeBob theme song, and it actually is a cool reason why he has it. Uh, so the reason why he has SpongeBob as his walk-up song is because he's like, um, you know, it's a kid's game, and I want to rem- remind myself that this is just a game, and you know, SpongeBob kids have fun watching that, and so I. Have fun playing baseball. It's just a game. I I love that. I actually love that. I'm pulling for the Guardians all October slash maybe early November. Let's see how let's see how far they go. But I stand by the my pick last week that they're gonna beat the Yankees. I think they're gonna get up to a two oh lead. I think that we also are gonna beat the Yankees just because on we played that was such a huge game. That was a that game went on for like five hours. It broke the MLB record, MLB postseason record for the longest game, with uh like the longest game like with scoreless innings. I think the previous record was twelve innings Braves, that went scoreless. Braves, yeah, the Braves Reds. Yeah, and I then, watched all twelve innings of that yeah. game. <laughs> and so we beat that, and then we also beat uh, the postseason strike record. So there was thirty nine strikes in this game. Uh, that's Thir- a record. There was 39 strikeouts? Yeah. 39 Just strikeouts. by the Guardians or by both teams? By both teams. Okay, I was about to say that. that it was, dude, that, that, I mean, yeah, it, I'm an idiot. It was literally, it got to the point where it's like, because then the shadows started to creep in because the game went on so long. So then home plate was covered in a shadow. So then it was like, they're never going to be able to hit it because they can't see it. Yeah. And then, like, it just kept going on and on and on, like, 13, 14, 15th inning. And I was like, dude, I don't think this will, like, this might, like, like, what do they do if it just doesn't, like... The Braves... Pl- I think the Braves played in the longest... This was, like... I was little. I don't Like, I what do you it, do? Like, do you just, like, the, the quit Braves, after a while? The Braves played a playoff game 18 innings. 18 innings against the Astros. Because yeah. the Astros used to be in the National League. And we played the Astros for 18 <clears throat> innings. And they lost. I'm pretty sure the Braves lost that game on a walk-off. Tough scene. Also, it, uh, I dude, long games are like extra inning playoff baseball games are probably the most stressful. I know, dude, but uh, thankfully we were the home team, so we got to bat second, which yeah. like made me a little bit more comfortable. But then, like, like still, like thirteenth inning, they get like they're. I think in the fourteenth inning they had runners on first and third at one point with two outs, mm. and then I was like, oh my god, dude, like please for the love of God get this guy out. Where did the class A pitch? Yeah, we only we only so the second game 
We had Tristan McKen. We used like seven pitchers. We only had like that, two, I don't we only like had that. like two left. I don't because like that I don't going think into the Yankees we, series. I don't think we like expected to go that long because we used oh, yeah. we only used Class A for the ninth, and then brought in someone new for the tenth, which is James Karinchek, who has He's a lower good. ERA. Uh, yeah, which I have no idea how you get lowered in like. James Karinchek is like a 1.2 ERA, and Class A is like a 1.5 ERA. That is insane. But yeah, Guardians. and then Guardians, man. But then, so Oscar Gonzalez like bad fourth after Jose Ramirez, and so after Jose struck out, I was like, dude, there's no way. And then there, and then like you just hear, "Are you ready, kids?" Ay, ay, Captain. Oh, and then you just see a monster who's like six five, two forty. Like you hear SpongeBob, and then this just like ginormous monster of a human being walks up to the plate and hits it a mile. It, it was so awesome. Mashed it. Dude, like, dude if you did you watch crushed. the replay of like the close up on him, he doesn't even look at the ball. He hits it and then turns and looks straight to first base. Oh, I got it. He knew exact he knew exactly that, when that he hit it it was going out. That is the best feeling when someone on your team is like knows. I think it's just so like, like big though so because in, yeah. in game six last year when he he knew he got all of that ball and I it didn't the camera doesn't pan over immediately and so yeah. I thought it was foul. Yeah, th- those are the best. It's just such like a big momentum, like morale boosting win for us because fifteen innings, if we would have lost that, I'd be like, dude, we just tried so hard for fifteen innings and we lost. But now that we and got didn't the score win, a run. Yeah, didn't score a run. Now that we won, we got the momentum. We're confident and on Thursday the Yankees, I'm not sure if we play Thursday or Friday, but uh, on Thursday or Friday, it will be it will have been like a week and two days since the Yankees last played a game, and we just played a 15-inning game. And yeah, rest versus rust argument. So I think that we— He is massive. I think we're set up pretty well going into New York. Uh, didn't it didn't cut, but I I saw him look. And we him. want some revenge. Our outfielders remember uh, earlier in the season when the Yankees fans threw trash at him, and Oscar Gonzalez and SpongeBob happens to be one of those outfielders. And you know if he hits a bomb, he's gonna let him know. I hope so. I uh, I hope the Yankees get swept. I know it won't happen, but I hope it will. I hope that like Oscar Gonzalez, he play he's almost he's just he's the same like weight almost as Aaron Judge, and he's just like three inches shorter, but they play the same position. I hope he just goes out and he's like, oh, you think you're good? I'm going to do it better than you. Watch this. I'm going to walk up to SpongeBob and literally go <laughs> yard. Bro. He's like, watch. I'm going to walk up to SpongeBob and go yard on your team, dude. Watch. I hope he oh, – dude, I hope he goes – I hope Garrett Cole has a disaster. Like, I hope Garrett Cole has, like, a, a Braves – Dude, he ten, can have – the, the thing is, he can game. have those games, though. Like, Garrett Cole can definitely have, like, a blow-up game. I hope. I hope it happens. Like to the Guardians. He's an emotional guy. He is. All right, we got to go to PSAs. PSA we come time. Back. Uh, we could still talk some some ball. We're some seam heads here. Uh, talk We're maybe seam heads, dimple heads, uh, uh, pigskin heads. Yeah, pigskin men. Uh, um, what would be a soccer ball? A footy. A footy. Head. A footy lad. We're a footy lad. We're some footy lads. Um, we're some some hooper. Some we some, we talk uh, hoops. We talk hoops, collegiate hoops, and professional hoops. We're also big uh, cricket. Um, yeah, we love we're we're wicket heads. We're wicket heads. Um, but uh, and then some steering wheel. We're some gearheads too. Gearheads. Here gear we go. Yeah. But uh, we'll come back with some more baseball after. Yeah. After PSAs. PSAs.
All right. Uh, me and Egan were reminded by uh, ourselves it, it, our, uh, f- that the DS is only five games, which, which is sucks. so dumb. So dumb. Give us seven. Get, yeah. It, it's play, like Either make it three or make it seven. And I'd rather it be seven. You know, I well, know th- seven is always the way to go in, in the playoffs, uh, especially baseball playoffs. I think that basketball first round should be five games, but baseball should be seven games, all all playoff series, except the wild card. Yeah, wild card I like at three. I um, think that was pretty good because some teams had a bad. Even though most of the wild card uh, series were all two uh, zero. Yeah, they're except for the Padres and Mets. Yeah. Which I mean, the Mets right. will be the Mets, I guess. They had a 10, 10 and a half game lead like a month ago <laughs> uh in their division and then they lost it and then they lost to the San Diego Padres. It was kind of a shame with uh that um that Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom weren't completely fully healthy in the game because I think that would have been pretty cool to watch them pitch if they were healthy. But that's just the way it goes sometimes. You gotta have someone else step up and they didn't and they lost. So I can't say that I'm sad. I'm actually I think it's hilarious. Um I don't even care if the Braves if the Braves lose, I don't care because we won the division and we made it further in the playoffs than the Mets. And uh we we're also won the World Series more recently than the Mets as well. So yeah. uh, I cannot lie, This that is awesome because the Mets fans have been uh, brutal to the Braves fans this year and just a menace to the MLB society, and I'm glad they got put in their place um, because just New York sports fans are really mean sometimes and just really out of pocket. Um, I Like, I actually – don't like the Mets more than the, uh, the Phillies right now, and like usually Philly fans are the worst, but like Phillies, like the bait, like the team's fans, aren't really that bad. Yeah, it's more the Eagles. They're kind of mean about the Eagles and like the Flyers and the 76ers, but the Phillies, like I've not really met a Philly fan that like like is brutal about the Phillies. I don't know, and yeah. I, I obviously I hope the Braves win, and I think they will. I think the Braves will win too, but the Phillies do kind of. They were kind of like sneaky, or they just seemed like they could like they played two really good games. Seemed like they could get some momentum going, be like a hot team, make a playoff run. But I do think that the Braves will win. I was honestly really surprised the Cardinals lost. That so I think the Braves are going to win the World Series now. <laughs> the Cardinals were my only like like legit. I mean the Dodgers scare me. I mean their two but, best players, Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. I think we're a combined like one of fifteen at bats. It's something crazy. Or something ridiculously bad like that. And that's just, I mean, Paul Goldschmidt's going to win the NL MVP. And for that performance from MVP is not very good. It's kind of like Bryce Harper last year uh, when the Phillies Phillies needed uh, to win, I think, like two games to make the playoffs. And he went like 0 for 15 in the last series against the Braves. Yeah, I know. Um, that that is just – Especially like in Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina and Wayne Wright's last season, do you think Pujols is just like, dude, are you kidding me? I think he's happy with seven hundred. You think he's just like Paul, dude? What the heck? You're uh, so good all year, and now you're just bad. Uh, he understands. It's Pujols. <laughs> um, he's a good guy. He that's the that's the only team that like 
like leg- I know it sounds stupid because the Cardinals were not like they they weren't really a World Series caliber team, but that's that's what scared me was like I've seen this before. I've seen this movie a lot actually. Cardinals having a Cinderella run with a team that probably doesn't deserve like or on paper is not good enough to be in this conversation. Yeah. And and if they would have beat the Phillies, I I think that they could have probably beat the Braves too, especially in a five-game series cuz they do it every single time. Um but now that they're out, I think the Braves can like obviously I mean they still got to go out there and play the games. Obviously, that's yeah. play the game. I think but it'll be the Braves and the Dodgers. And, uh, yeah, me too. Because I'm, uh, the Padres, I don't. I don't trust, think the Padres. I don't trust the Padres, Padres to beat the Dodgers. Yeah, me neither. I think. And I could def. I could see the Dodgers beating the Braves too, but um, I I I don't know, man. I I I like the Braves. I <laughs> like. I'm I'm completely biased. I think that I, I it'll just, go to. I think that the Dodgers will probably sweep the Padres. To be completely honest, I could definitely see that. Um, because I think Joe. Uh, Musgrove had his like one just ridiculously insane game like too soon. He had it in the wild card round. I will uh, say that uh, it does like from a baseball fan's perspective, it does kind of stink that the Mets lost. Because yeah, the Mets just would have been fun. But, yeah, like, as a Braves fan, it's hilarious. That's all I have to say. I would have just liked to see Scherzer and Degrom healthy. If they would have won or lost, went. <laughs> yeah, won or lost against the. Uh, Padres. Padres in it. It, w- it would have been, you know, it is what it is, but they. I just wish they were healthy for that. But I think that the Dodgers will win that one, and then the, uh, the Braves will win. And so going Braves-Dodgers in the NL, and then going Guardians-Astros in yeah. the AL. I'm, I, I just dude, don't know how anyone's going to beat the, the Astros. I, I don't know either, but, dude, like the Mariners, I like they're hot. Mariners are extremely. I, I'm hot. way more hopeful for the underdogs in the American League than I, think I am for the, the National League. I think the biggest, and that might be because my team's also. Uh, I think it was the biggest playoff comeback. There in Game Two, the Mariners were down eight one or seven one, and they came back and won nine eight. Yeah. So I think no, that's ten nine. Ten nine. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> I'm pretty sure that is the biggest comeback. They were down. Wait, repeat that score again. Nine one. Uh, eight one or eight one. seven one. <clears throat> is J Rod? J Rod. I'm not even sure if it was. They, I, they have a lot of just really good. Like yeah, the middle of their lineup is just really good. Like I Mitch, Mitch Haniger, he bats like fifth. Yeah, I think J Rod is their leadoff guy. Honestly, I like that. But yeah, the Mariners are really good. They got pitchers that are really good. Hold on, let me let me check the, the let me look at the box score of that game. Um, I'm trying to remember who it is, but they have this one guy with dreads who I think is a relief pitcher, and he's just really good. Oh, so the Blue Jays just fell apart with bases loaded, walked a run in. Yeah, the Blue Jays played very bad. And they were at home. Ty France. Um, I don't know if Kyle Lewis is still there. He was the rookie of the year a couple of years ago. I can't imagine them being traded. I know. Uh, he's an outfielder. Yeah, but I mean the Blue Jays. That was just that was they played pretty bad. That um, I think it's safe to say the worst team Adam out Frazier. of the 
The worst team out of the wild card round was the Blue Jays, uh, if not the Mets. Oh, the Rays. The did the Rays? How many runs did the Rays score? Uh, two. two. Yeah. Wait. So. Oh, they scored one. Yeah. Because we <laughs> beat them two one the first game and then one zero the second game. I mean. Yeah, the Rays are bad. The Rays had a total of nine hits in tw- 15 plus 9, 24 innings. Yeah, in 24 innings of baseball. Yeah, the Shane Bieber, baby. It's that Cleveland bullpen. Yeah. And then the Blue Jays just collapsing. Yeah, you know, I can't say I, I've been in. Like, I think we can, just, that we can just only hope that the, uh, that the Astros are just going to be just – be very rusty, like just fraudulent. like just get com- like completely ice cold. <laughs> like they're probably like the Justin the most... Verlander's right arm just has to like fall off his body. <laughs> the like the team that I would say is the least fraudulent is the Astros, but I'm really hoping that that they are the most fraudulent. Yeah, like even though they are all playoff experience and they're all just really really good. Yeah, I just. I don't. I hope that they like. I'm scared. I'm scared of the Astros. If if the Braves hypothetically make the World Series, yeah, Astros. That would. Just... I could totally see the Braves losing that game. That would or losing that series. But I would. I don't know, dude. If it, imagine if it was the Braves Guardians World Series, that would be pretty insane. I think I don't want. I personally, I don't want that because I want the Guardians to win the World Series. But I'm not. I'm not going to cheer for them over my team. You know. Yeah, you guys just have to lose the Dodgers, and then we'll beat the Dodgers, and it'll be cool. But I, I want the Guardians to make the ALCS. They get, I do too. They get beat. I think that'd be huge for the Guardians because they're a young team. We just this like, year, just in general, this is already a dub for the Guardians. We just need to like to get like a foreign investor with all the money. <laughs> just like, can we just spend a little bit? You need the live. You need the public. Uh, like, just well, just let us have like one. Insane contract. Yeah. Grady Sizemore. Yeah. Like Grady Sizemore back. Sign him on like a $300 million Just deal. give us, like, let us get Aaron Judge and all the, and then we'll just keep being like the regular, like, 40, like, 50, $60 million roster every year. But we'll have just the one ridiculous guy making 40. And J Ram's not that guy because he turned down $100 million. Yeah. J Ram's only going to make like 100. Yeah. Like, oh, not only something like 15 a year. Yeah. Something like that. All right, well that we we gotta we gotta get off the air. Gotta get off the air. That's about it. Someone someone on after us. Uh, but had a good time tonight. I think it was a pretty good show. Yeah, but we gotta wrap it up because it's ten oh one and someone comes on after us. So yeah. we gotta go. Hopefully so. by this time next week. When does the NLDS end? Uh, it, I don't think it'll end by next week. I by mean, next Monday. It could. It could technically. I don't think it will. Um. Yeah, but who knows? That's yeah. it. Oh no, it it will. Not your game. Your game will happen if it goes. If they play all five, the last game's on Friday or Monday. Yeah. Monday. So that would be that would be electric. That's all right, true. That's the show. Love you guys. Love you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another episode of Tough Scenes. If you are interested in more sports content, visit weglfm.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at RileyZepp and at Egan.83. 
I hope everyone has a great rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday at 9 with another episode of Tough Scenes.